Hey there, I'm Kristen Pridgen and I'm a health educator and an entrepreneur. But more importantly, I'm a woman who's learning to love her whole self, live holistically, and experience life to the full. On the Holy Temple Podcast, I share holistic wellness tips and talk to folks who are living with intention. We believe the body is a temple and every room deserves to be honored and reverenced, mind, body, and spirit. So tell me, how do you respect your Holy Temple? If you know me, then you know that I am all about some skincare self-care. It's become a ritual in my weekly routine to take time to love on my skin. Now, this isn't something that I decided to do by chance. It became a mandatory practice for me to tackle a skin condition that I was suffering with a few years ago. Skincare is also a big part of my life because it was the start to my career as an entrepreneur four years ago. I own a holistic skincare company called Earth Kissed Beauty, and we offer products that are handcrafted with natural and organic ingredients that not only treat the skin, but they also nourish the whole you. A few years ago, my facial care routine was spot on, but my body care needed some work, and these products have helped me develop a ritual that's effective and become a part of my weekly routine. My birthday is this month of May, and Earth Kiss Beauty is celebrating by offering a store-wide BOGO sale. Buy one, get one 50% off. So I figured, why not share a podcast episode talking about body care and talking about these amazing products? In this solo episode, I talk about the changes that I've had with my skin over the past few years and what I've been doing to nourish and care for my skin with a weekly body care routine. I also talk about some of my favorite Earth Kiss Beauty products, so it's a win-win in my book. <laughs> Let's jump in. As you may know, I'm really into holistic living and started my clean living journey around six years ago. I was realizing the benefits and effects of the mind-body-spirit connection, and I wanted to ensure that I was taking steps to have a life of balance. My skincare became of concern to me when I started reading product labels and seeing the several synthetic chemicals that are listed as ingredients. I started researching what some of these chemicals are and I didn't like what I was seeing. And my skin is also pretty sensitive, so I would break out with a rash from using certain conventional brands, lotions and facial products or even perfumes. I was talking with a friend of mine, Veronica Medley. She's also been on the show. And she was going on her own holistic journey and suggested that I make some body butter so I could know what's in it and know the benefits and effects. So I did. And that batch was horrible. <laughs> I was greasy. My feet were sliding across the floor like it was a mess. But I kept with it and I eventually found a formulation that was nourishing. It had a fluffy texture and it wasn't greasy. So I was in love and I began to share this body butter with friends and family. And that eventually became a business for me that I pursued full time for around three years. Now I'm transitioning into another entrepreneurial endeavor that includes writing and this here podcast. But what I've learned from creating formulas from Earth Kiss Beauty has been invaluable. And my skincare game has been elevated in spite of some struggles that came along the way. Around two years ago, I was dealing with some emotional wounds and family hurt that I was having a hard time processing, and I wasn't speaking on it, but my body decided to get vocal for me. I started losing weight, which 
from the outside, it looked really nice, right? It looked like I was shedding the last bit of baby weight that I had gained. But in reality, I had dropped an additional 15 pounds from my pre-pregnancy weight. And this was not from good healthy practices. This was just from stress and not eating because I was stressed. I also started experiencing these horrible, painful boils that would show up on different parts of my body. And at first it was just my armpits. And then I got some on my stomach and then I got some on my hips and my arms and just all over. It was so horrible and it was super painful. A few months later, I was diagnosed with hydrodenitis suppurativa, which is known as inverse acne. It's somewhat considered to be an autoimmune disorder with a cause that's unknown. Basically, your body develops this acne or these boils inside the skin and it expands and expands until it eventually ruptures and it is nasty and it's super painful. Also, unfortunately, they leave scars on your body. And I was getting these all over my body and I was taking antibiotics and using antibiotic creams that would help, but it was still a temporary fix. I would still get another boil after going through that round of antibiotics. So now I'm on antibiotics over and over, disrupting my gut flora and all of this stuff. It was not good. So after dealing with these for a few months, I realized that something had to give. And I was praying on this and I was talking to some friends who... They, they're the ones who correct me with love. And I also was talking with an emotional health healer and a mindset coach. And she called out what my body was trying to tell me. Basically, I wasn't processing the hurt that I had experienced and I was bottling it up. And now that bottle had been shaken and shaken and the pressure had built up and it was about to blow. And I was the one who was getting hurt in the process. So I decided I needed to make some changes. I literally relocated away from the environment that was causing me the stress. I processed the hurt. I forgave the offenders and I set boundaries with them. I also started adjusting my nutrition and returned to exercising. And I created a body care routine that works for me and has kept my skin clean and clear. Now, I truly feel like I was misdiagnosed and I was just dealing with an emotional leak that became a physical issue. But regardless of diagnosis, I have been free of boils for over a year and God is so, so good. I am so thankful. So I want to share with you what my body care routine consists of and highlight some of the products from Earth Kiss Beauty or EKB that I love and that help keep my skin vibrant and healthy. The first part of the body care routine that I want to share is using clean tools. Now, let me be clear, I was already using clean applicators and washcloths beforehand, but I now decided to prioritize a schedule of when to replace those items and how to clean them properly. To keep my skin happy and to keep these boils under control, I had to either cleanse those areas with just my hands that were clean and using like a nice antibacterial soap, or I would have to use a washcloth that was separate from my regular body washcloth just to clean those areas. And I would replace that washcloth daily. And when it was time to clean them, I would wash them in hot water with vinegar and detergent to really disinfect them. Now, I was also more mindful of the razors that I would use to shave with. And I know it's recommended that you wax or you do sugaring, but look, I have tried sugaring and that ish hurts, okay? <laughs> so maybe eventually I'll get on the waxing or the sugaring train, but for now, just let me shave these pits in peace. <laughs> Thankfully, 
I'm not super hairy, so I don't have to shave too often. That's probably TMI, but it is what it is. But that means that the razor I use is oftentimes just sitting in the shower or it's placed somewhere else and it's exposed for long periods of time before being used. So to keep bacteria at bay from getting on that razor, I make sure to clean the razor in warm water with the antibacterial soap. And I do this before I use it and after I use it. I also store it properly now to help keep it covered and not expose it between use. So now that we've talked about keeping your washcloths and razors clean, I want to get into some more of the physical part of the routine. So the next part of my body care routine is to use clean, holistic products. And I know that clean and green are buzzwords that are used within the skincare industry, but they are so important. Our skin is our largest organ and it's made up of pores. Those are channels that allow substances to go in and to go out of our body. Sweat and salt go out and whatever we place on our skin goes in. And if it's too large, like dirt and oil, it can build up and then we get those pesky white heads that clog our pores. So being that our skin is our largest, porous organ, it's important for us to be mindful of what we're putting on it. So body lotions, perfumes, and body oils are all wonderful products that we use to treat our skin, but you could also be treating your skin to a bunch of synthetic chemicals that are known carcinogens or have adverse health effects. Yes, I said it, that nasty word carcinogen and adverse health effects. We're hearing it more often now because we're paying more attention to the research that's coming out about these adverse health effects of using certain substances. And this is beyond smoking cigarettes and being exposed to asbestos. I'm talking about phthalates, bisphenol A, parabens, petrolatum, preservatives that release formaldehyde, yes, the embalming fluid that they use on dead bodies, triclosan, and sodium lauryl sulfates. So... For sake of time, I won't get into all of these, but I want to focus on two of these chemicals. Take, for example, parabens. It's a chemical that is naturally produced in some substances in the environment, but synthetically it has been produced and is used as a preservative and a fragrance in products. And there's been a lot of arguments around whether parabens are safe or not, being that they do naturally occur in certain foods and there's questions on whether the dosage is high enough to cause harm to humans. But what's been shown via research cancels those arguments that manufacturers claim. The parabens that humans are exposed to in personal care products is made from synthetic materials. It's not a naturally occurring substance like what you would get from eating a strawberry, which is very, very minuscule. Additionally, while the body can metabolize or break down parabens when they're eaten, when parabens are placed on the skin, it actually bypasses the metabolic process and it directly enters your bloodstream and your body organs. So essentially, when you're applying these products that have parabens in them, you're exposing yourself to full strength levels of a fully intact synthetic paraben that has been shown to disrupt the endocrine system, which regulates your hormones. It mimics estrogen and parabens have also been linked to breast cancer and negatively affecting male reproductive organs. This chemical has also been shown to react with ultraviolet B rays, which leads to increased skin aging and damage to DNA. Say hello to wrinkles. Yeah. The other confusing chemical that needs to be a red flag whenever you see it is fragrance or perfume. 
your danger signal should be sounding off at full blast whenever you see this on a product label. In the United States, the federal regulations of cosmetics and personal care products has not been updated since 1938. The Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Safety Act was released almost 85 years ago, before the invention of plastics and the introduction of producing synthetic chemicals and substances for personal care use. So because of this, there are so many loopholes for companies to produce and sell products that are known to be hazardous to humans or to the environment. It's why products like talcum baby powder were sold for decades, even though the company who produced it knew it caused ovarian cancer. An example of the loophole working its magic is the use of fragrance or perfume in products. Due to legislation, companies are allowed to not list the ingredients used in products for quote-unquote aromatic purposes as a fragrance or a perfume. The reasoning behind this is to keep the ingredients as a trade secret to protect the company's products from being duplicated, but it's just allow these companies to manufacture products with known toxic substances in them, and they can consider them to be trade secret and just label it as a fragrance or a perfume. Essentially, they are being protected from being transparent with their consumers about what ingredients are in these products. And what we do know is that there's over 3,000 chemicals that are used as fragrance in products. Some of them are used to give your laundry that mountain crisp fresh smell you love. And others are used to trick your brain into detecting no fragrance. Say hello to fragrance-free and unscented deodorants and lotions. It's crazy, y'all. So from the research that's been done on products that have fragrance listed as ingredients, phthalates have been detected as a common chemical that's been used. Now, this chemical is often used in plastics, and it's used as an ingredient in personal care products because it makes a scent linger for longer periods of time. However, research has shown the chemical to interfere with hormone function, and it's linked to causing early puberty in girls. It reduces sperm count in men. It's linked to obesity and insulin resistance in men, and when pregnant mothers are exposed to it, the reproductive development of the male fetuses that they're carrying are affected negatively. So it's affecting everybody. Phthalates are also toxic to the environment and wildlife, and it's listed as a priority and toxic pollutant under the U.S. Clean Water Act. It is literally affecting everybody, but what's being done about it? So I'm not sharing these facts to scare you. I just want you to be informed of what you may be putting on and putting in your body and what you may be exposing your children to and what you may be exposing the environment to. I had taken a course on phthalates and I was just blown away at how many different products phthalates were found in from laundry detergents to plastics, as I mentioned earlier, plastic toys, kids toys, and then even just the products and the makeup. And it's in so many different things. And then when you hear that it's leaching into water, it's like, oh my goodness. So ultimately we are all affected by this and it's going to take all of us to correct it. Other countries, especially those in Europe, the EU, they have banned over 1,300 harmful chemicals that are known or suspected to cause cancer, genetic mutation, reproductive harm, or birth defects, and they're preventing these from being used in cosmetics and personal care products. The U.S. is so far behind, y'all, so far behind, but hopefully some changes will be made soon. 
The state of California recently enacted the Toxic Free Cosmetics Act that bans the sale of cosmetics and personal care products across the state that include 24 different known toxic ingredients in their formulations. Additionally, there's been a new bill that was introduced in Congress to bring some much-needed updates to the existing Cosmetic Safety Act, but none of those changes have been made yet, and this bill has been introduced several years ago, and there hasn't been any progress on it. So let's put that to the side, and let's just focus on how we as individuals can make effective change. One way that you can make a positive impact is by using products that are clean and holistic. I focus on the word holistic because I believe that we should look at the grand picture when making our decisions. So there is this children's book that I read my son and it's called Squeak. And it's about this little mouse in the forest that wakes up and he just lets out a little tiny squeak. And at the end of the book, all of the animals in the forest are awake and making noises and moving about like the forest is alive and buzzing. And it's a cute, silly book. It's filled with imitating animal sounds and just laughing as we read the pages. But the message that I got from it is that every choice we make affects everyone and everything else. Literally, we are not doing this life experience alone. Everyone and everything is affected by our choices. And in this case, your choice to buy a product from a company that's transparent in their ingredient labeling and ingredient sourcing will push the needle a little bit closer to normalizing consumer safety and bringing honesty within capitalism. So there are apps and websites out there that provide summaries of research on personal care products. And thanks to Google Scholar and using public libraries, you can access research studies for yourself and learn about these findings and make your own decisions based off of your convictions. But we have the power to make change, even if it's on our own individual level, we have that power and the capacity to do it. So I encourage you to do so. All right. So now that I've gotten off my soapbox about reading product labels, cleaning your razors, and shopping clean holistic products, I can talk about my actual physical body care process with this routine. So one thing I do in my routine is exfoliate. Exfoliation is a way to polish off dry, cracked skin and reveal a new layer of softer, nourished skin. Since I shave, using a scrub to exfoliate helps prevent those hair bumps and it prevents any buildup of excess oil and sweat that can cause those ingrown hairs and hair bumps to pop up. I love using the Geranium and Hibiscus Body Scrub from Earth Kiss Beauty because it has high sources of AHAs, which are alpha hydroxy acids. These come naturally from hibiscus and they help with promoting new skin cells and boosting collagen production to give you plump, snapback skin. It also has shea butter and avocado oil in it to help infuse your skin with fatty acids and omega-3s that keep the skin conditioned and bright. Like it's a really nourishing sugar scrub, sugar-based, not salt-based, so it's not going to irritate your skin, but it does a really great job with brightening the skin, again, revealing that softer new layer of skin and keeping that collagen production pumping. I typically use this sugar scrub to exfoliate about once a week, maybe twice a week. And I take it in the shower with me and I just have a head to toe polishing experience. It's a really fun way to bring in some self-care into your daily routine. So the next part of my body care routine that I do every day is condition my skin. This is mandatory. It's not optional. 
Ain't nobody got time to be ashy, all right? So my skin typically does a good job with retaining moisture and staying conditioned, but I do tend to need a bit more or less product depending on the season. And year round, I apply a body butter to my skin while it's still damp from showering because this will help seal in moisture. So I want to explain the difference between moisturizing and conditioning. Moisturizing involves water, and water is the only thing that can moisturize you. It hydrates you. Our bodies are made mostly of water, and they require it to function properly, and this also includes our skin. The thing is that water evaporates, right? It needs something to seal it in, and it makes me think about, for the naturalistas, that are listening to this, you know about the, the lock method or the LCO method. And that first part, the L is for a leave-in and it needs to be water-based, right? Because you need to bring in that hydration, that moisture into your hair and your scalp. This brings me to the conditioning aspect. Conditioning is when you apply a product that doesn't include water to seal in the moisture. Your skin will retain water that's been applied to it and it will absorb the nutrients that you apply with the conditioner and it'll give you a deeper, longer lasting nourishment. So for example, lotion is a moisturizer. Lotion includes water as one of its ingredients and it uses an emulsifier to help bind water and the oils and other ingredients that are in there because we know that water and oil don't mix. If you've ever applied lotion and you feel like it's not holding you very long, it's because it's evaporating. That emulsifier has eventually broken down. The water and the oil separate and that water tends to evaporate and then boom, you got ash. So <laughs> you need a conditioner. Conditioners are the body butters and the body oils that you can apply to your skin after you moisturize. They lock in that water and they keep your skin nourished for longer periods of time. If you have dry skin, you may still get ashy, but it's going to be hours down the road and not an hour or two later as you would be with applying lotion. When I switched from lotion to using body butters, y'all, I was floored at the difference. My skin felt softer. It had a shine to it. It wasn't greasy and it wasn't clogging my pores, but it had like this brightness to it and the shine and my skin felt soft and I wasn't getting ashy after a few hours at a time. So I never look back to lotion after switching to body butter. Year round, I'm using body butter to condition my skin. And from the EKB line, my favorites are Serenity and Mother Nature. They both do an excellent job at deeply conditioning my skin. They uplift my mood with the essential oils that are in them. And they keep me conditioned all day. No ash over here. <laughs> now, the summertime is a little bit different for me. I still use those body butters, but I have to just apply a light layer to it. I live in North Carolina, and those summers are really humid, super sunny, and ridiculously hot. And I'm not a fan of the heat. I sweat. I know it's time for me to start using a body oil instead of a body butter. Now, the body oil is lighter than the body butter, but it doesn't skimp out on using nourishing properties. The EKB body oil that I use, it features super ingredients like marula oil, and that's rich in antioxidants, and it retains moisture. It also has the cranberry and pomegranate seed oils in there, which are also great for nourishing the skin with vitamins A, C, and E. So just really great ingredients to really infuse your skin with minerals and nutrients that will help your skin thrive. So I mentioned that I sweat a lot and I tend to sweat in my armpits, which leads to stinky armpits, right? Back in the day, I was using 
regular conventional aluminum deodorant to the point where I was actually getting clinical strength deodorant. I was like, give me all of the aluminum that's there so that way I will not sweat because I'm not trying to stink. But as I began to go along this holistic journey, I discovered that I can use products that have less of the metals in them and still keep my armpits smelling fresh and keeping that bacteria within your armpits at bay because the bacteria is what's causing the odor. One additional way that I show my pits some love is by doing a monthly detox mask. Now, if you're like me, before I started exploring holistic living, then you may have thought that masking was only something you would do for your face. But what I've learned is that your entire body, including your hair and your scalp, can benefit from a poor cleansing, detoxing mask every now and again. So each month, I use a clay mask to give my armpits a deep clean. At first, I started out using just bentonite clay, a little bit of apple cider vinegar, and some filtered water. And this worked great to flush out my pores and neutralize odor. But once I got the hang of it, I decided I would try the sea matcha face mask on my armpits. And that's a mask that's sold by EKB. And y'all, oh my goodness, it is amazing. Spirulina and chlorella, they work to remove metal toxins from the body. They nourish your skin with minerals and fatty acids. They also calm skin irritation and promote skin cell turnover. It's my go-to mask for my face, but I think I might love it a little bit more for my armpits now. I still use it with some raw apple cider vinegar and some water to make a, a nice paste and I apply it to clean armpits. And I love the cooling sensation that it gives. And what I love even more is how it's neutralizing that body odor by attacking the bacteria that's on the skin. And it also removes that buildup of dirt and deodorant residue and just the sweat that sits within the pores that you can't always get by just washing. So I would say if you suffer from stinky pits or you are transitioning from using conventional deodorants to going to a natural deodorant, I would recommend you try armpit detox. It's really great, simple thing to do. Again, it's a way to infuse some self-care into your weekly routine or monthly routine because it's kind of a way just to, to make you sit down and relax for five, seven minutes at a time. The last part in my body care routine that I want to share that I've been doing consistently is loving my holy temple. Now, if you listen to the show, you know that whenever we have a guest on, I ask them, how are they respecting their holy temple? But I haven't actually really shared with you how I do that and how I make it a consistent practice in my life. The truth is, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard sometimes to consistently honor and respect my temple but I know the importance of it and I recognize how each room within our temple is connected. And I want to share a little bit with you on how I am honoring and respecting each room. So throughout these last six years, I've been learning more about how each part of our being is interconnected. And I'm talking beyond the mind-body-spirit connection. I'm just focusing on the body for this one. So literally, whatever you do to one part of your physical body it will affect the rest of your physical body. If you eat a bunch of sodium-rich foods at one given point of time, your blood pressure raises, your tissues are going to retain more water, so now you have inflammation, your kidneys are going to work harder and attempt to flush out the excess sodium, your heart is also pumping harder to get that blood circulation going to help flush out the extra sodium, the optic nerves in your eyes get pushed down from the extra pressure, and it affects the signal that's being sent from your eyes to your brain. So your vision is blurry, your bones are even affected, and your skin is affected too. 
So say hello to under eye bags and puffy inflamed skin that's dull and just lackluster. On the flip side, if you're drinking an adequate amount of mineral rich water, your digestive system is going to function properly. It's not going to be requiring minerals to come from your bones and your bloodstream to help with digestion. Your lymphatic system is flowing properly to flush out those toxins. Your kidneys are working well. Your heart isn't pumping as hard, so on and so forth. And in regards to your skin, it's plumped, it's brighter, it's keeping wrinkles at bay, and it's allowing those pores to do their job properly. You are really thriving. So for my temple, I am working on nourishing my internal body so that my external body will be healthy as well. And I'm also doing it on the flip side. I'm, I'm nourishing my external body so that my internal body can be healthy. I aim to drink 100 ounces of filtered or spring water a day. I eat mostly plant-based and I'm working on moving my body every day for at least 30 minutes. I want to make sure that I'm allowing my blood flow and my lymphatic system to circulate properly to flush out those toxins and to deliver healthy minerals and nutrients to all parts of my body so that my skin is vibrant and it's elastic and it's plumped. Some examples of the physical activity I'm doing include walking, doing yoga, and even some weight training. But I also recognize that by doing this body care routine on the external side, I'm helping my internal bodily systems as well. So when I'm using a body scrub to polish my skin, I'm increasing blood circulation to that area of the body, but also from the nutrients in that body scrub, those nutrients and minerals are entering my skin, going into the bloodstream and keeping my internal organs thriving. It's all interconnected and I love that. And as I mentioned before, this is a routine that I have been doing faithfully now for a year and a half or so. And at first it took some time to get used to because I was like, oh, I don't want to take an extra few minutes in the shower doing this body scrub. Like I got things to do or, you know, just taking the time to exercise. When I was feeling really stressed out, I was like, I don't even want to be moving right now. I need to be moving to work or taking care of my kid and things like that. So making sure I took the time out to love on myself and move my body has been helpful. And I've definitely considered skincare as a part of the self-care experience because you are literally showing your body love from the outside in. And since applying this routine, as I said, I haven't had any boils come up in over a year and my skin has a nice shine to it. I'm in my thirties and there are some changes. I'm not going to lie. Like there's some changes with my skin texture. I found a spider vein, y'all. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but... <laughs> But just the fact that my skin feels soft, it feels like it's conditioned and nourished and it has this shine to it that isn't from some synthetic glitter that I'm rubbing on my skin. It's actually coming from using shea butter and these other earth grown ingredients that really are nourishing and provide these nutrients and minerals to my body. That means more than everything to me. So I am really thankful for living pain-free. One, getting rid of that emotional leak that I had to target the boils anyways, but then I'm also doing things to help keep it at bay. So stress comes up, that's life, but just being able to stick with that routine and love on myself has been so helpful. So these are the steps to my body care routine that I follow to love on my skin and nourish my entire body. Again, y'all know I am all for living holistically, and this includes products that I use on my face, my hair, and my body. My company, Earth Kiss Beauty or EKB, 
is offering a store-wide BOGO for the entire month of May where you can buy one and get one for 50% off. There's no code needed for this deal. It's an automatic discount. And I wanted to share this with you because I love how these products have worked wonders on my skin. And for the business, we have received so many reviews online and in person when we do events, um, just from customers saying how these products have helped them and their skin conditions. And I wanted to share them with you as well. So be sure to visit earthkissthebeauty.com to shop your skincare goodies and learn a bit more about holistic beauty. I'll be sure to include this link and all the links from the other sources I mentioned in the show notes. So thanks for tuning in to this episode as I talked about my stinky armpits, HS boils, and using body scrubs. This was a uh, very revealing episode, (laughs) but um, I am all for being transparent and I hope that it can be of benefit to you along your holistic journey. As you know, I love hearing from you all. So reach out to me. Let me know if you have dealt with HS or if you have a body care routine that you want to share. I'm all ears. I want to hear from you. I look forward to chatting with you soon. You all take care. Thanks for listening to the Holy Temple Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend. Until the next time we meet, remember to respect your holy temple. Mm-hmm.